welcome y'all to Critical Clicks! Euro Clicks! Am my greatness! That there's nothing I can do to save you. Euro Clicks! Give it up for Jaws host, PJ Bolan. And Scott Cram Company Crampton! Hey guys, this is PJ, the Kilted Clicksman Bolan, and here's my partner, the 2022 Kilted Clicks champion, beating out 70 other people, my personal Hero Clicks god, playing at a level that I can only someday hope to achieve. The man, the myth, the legend, Scott Cram Company Crampton. <laughs> PJ, thank you for that completely original, unscripted, from the heart uh, statement that you said right there. Wow. I was not expecting you to say that. Uh, but for you to say that makes me almost tolerate you. Um, <laughs> welcome what to critical clicks. <laughs> welcome to critical clicks, everybody. I'm Scott Cram company Crampton, uh, at here at critical Clicks with the hard R rating and hero clicks. Uh, hope you can settle in for an adult podcast about competitive hero clicks play. Um, and that was me doing our intro out of order because I was so taken aback and moved by PJ saying that so unpromptedly. PJ, thank you very much. That was yeah, I, you know what I do what I can just for you, buddy. That's that's amazing. That is amazing. And yes, indeed, I did win uh, PJ's event. Um, I know that PJ was hoping I would win PJ's event. I know when he was settling in, he was really hoping. Man, I hope Scott wins. That'll be the best outcome that for is- me. Yeah, it would definitely cross my mind how amazing it would be to hear about it for the next eight months that you won the event that I put on. That is all that crossed my mind. Yes. And to be frank, I'll probably stop right around Worlds. So we'll see how we do on Worlds. But there's such a long drought between events we're doing together. So, I mean, uh, you know, it's the summer of Scott. Summer of Scott. Um, so we're going to talk about the Kilted Classic. Uh, we're going to talk about 300 Point Modern. We've been talking a lot about Silver Age. Um, we may talk a little bit about what uh, sets look like in Disney Plus, uh, which is supposed to come out right after Christmas. Is that right, PJ? Disney Plus. Uh, I thought it. I thought it was slated for 2026, but I couldn't. 2026. I was talking Christmas 2025. So oh, I did okay. hear. That it was a little different. Um, and then there's tarot cards, uh, the sword thing. I think we could touch base on what is an appropriate price. What are people going to do for the sword thing? So we have some stuff that we can cover. Lots of great things. Uh, no figures that I think we haven't covered or have been released or anything like that. Uh, and uh, then, you know, maybe even end with talking a little bit about the fact that Worlds will have some tarot cards in it. I, I I can't see how they wouldn't. Could you? It all depends on when it actually releases. Like, I mean, they're Disney saying July, Plus, right? So, like, there's yeah, but Disney Plus got pushed back to June. That's true. So, like, if they do a three month release, we're talking September. So it might not even be legal at all for Worlds, depending on when it falls in the month. But if they release half of the tarot card sets, half of them will be legal, right? Correct. Yes. And I'll have some after the Scott Porter event, probably. Which may or may not be legal because 
that will be based on when those particular ones are supposed to hit the field. And spear of the game will be legal. Uh, yes. So that will definitely happen. Um, all right. Let's talk about um, critical clicks, the kilted, cl- uh, kilted classic. <laughs> we lost some audio uh, and we are back. So th- sorry for the awkward, odd transition. As always, we do a commitment to quality. And I was pretty excited about that. Ha- me having that burp saved up. I don't know if you felt was, it was way, good time. But yeah, it's rare that you get burp timing. Uh, but, you know, in this scenario, I don't, I'm not a guy who has one locked and loaded. But in that scenario, I had it. So go me. This is the second proudest thing that's happened to me in a week. Yeah, this is the summer of Scott. You said it. Summer of Scott. <laughs> All right. All right. So um, let's talk about the Kill the Classic. So, PJ, you ran a great event. Uh, I, one of the things that me and Denny particularly mentioned is just like you had two people. There was about 80 total people there and yep. a, little, a little bit more. And you guys ran it really smooth. And really fast rounds in between, like not a ton of downtime and two meals. Yeah, uh, it actually went a lot smoother than I was expecting. Yeah. Um, I think what actually helps with the lunch breaks is they were both like both meals were less than an hour because the food was there. Right. Yes. That helps a lot. And like I didn't have to say, okay, we're going to meet back at this time. It was, hey, is everyone done eating? Okay, let's play. Yeah. (laughs) Like it was. It's so much easier. And like, I think we probably shaved what, like, I think lunch ended up being about 35 or 40 minutes total. Okay. Um, Cause a lot of people got to start eating as soon as they turned in there. Yeah. Which was brilliant. And the, and the food was like good for a good price, you know, like, I mean, it wasn't flame and yawn, but it was really amazing. Yeah. They, you know, we did it. It was a nice taco bar for what? Yeah, exactly. You know, 15 bucks for pretty much all you can eat. And then all you could drink. Yep. Great to see everybody. Uh, it did feel like it wasn't the first tournament back, but Orlando felt like this weird special o- oasis event that almost feels fake. Uh, right. uh, and the fact that I like, got to go, that was so amazing. Um, we did, of course, the Critical Clues Championship. That was fun, but that was capped. Uh, we probably could have had 15, 20 more people at it at least. Mm-hmm, yeah. uh, but your event was like just a cool, nice event. And it felt like what we were doing in 2019, 2018, you know, like just yeah. back. And a ton of people were there, barbecue at your house beforehand. Um, got to see a ton of people from Daniel Powell and Brian Poling. Um who of course uh, is a, the only sponsor of the show. Once again, fuck you, Brian Poling. Yeah, um, Brian Poling. Yeah, fucking Brian Poling. God damn it. Um, <laughs> someday somebody's going to write us in and be like, "You don't seem to understand sponsorship." <laughs> we say his name and he sponsors us. That's how yeah, we say we say his name, tell him to fuck off, and then he writes us a check. That's I believe yeah. how it's supposed to work. Uh, so he hasn't told uh, us otherwise. He hasn't. Yeah, that's true. He's not corrected us. So um, if he was looking for something different, uh, also, I will note that I've never received a check. So those two major things. Um, so uh, how many people were in the main event? It was like 70, 71. 71 was, people in the main event. Yep. And I had like, I think 74 enrolled and I had to like drop three people who never showed up that signed up on the win. 
one of the best things you did was not prizing people out if they didn't finish. And that saved so much time because basically everyone finished. Yeah. um, I think we only had two drops. That's very impressive for 70 people in a in a five in a five round cut to top 16 event because you're going for that event. Uh, Just play in the event. Just if it's not working out, just play your team because you worked hard and built a fucking team. Uh, um, I don't know why you have to cut bait and just leave. Um, So whatever. But uh, that was a great idea. That was one of the the more simple but innovative. I loved the um, you can call me Gamora because Thanos is my daddy trophy. Uh, the trophies looked absolutely sick. They were disgusting. They were amazing. Um, I won the uh, really cool, intricate Ultron trophy that I'm not sure how to bring to New Orleans um, with me. It is just, it is very fragile. It is very fucking fragile. Yes, it is. As, so I don't know when I'm going to do it, but it went on my HeroClick shelf of trophies. And by that, I mean shelves, in case you're listening, Azareth. Because you were talking about <laughs> shelves of trophies, shelves. It can't fit on one. It's two shelves, and it's actually more than that. It's layered. It looks overcrowded. I probably need a third. Hey, is, is there a, that fourth place trophy from down in I Orlando? Mm. Oh. I I made my own, so yes, I do have it there. <laughs> shit i won <laughs> you beat me by 50 fucking points you jackass i don't know why that's a trophy and the other one's not i've never under in hero clicks i don't either trophy one and two only or trophy one two three four the fucking right. difference is like so little you lost the same amount of fucking whatever like it uh you're going by points fuck that whatever it's not a fucking race it's totally different than that so whatever i took fourth place is how dare you even attempt to be, how dare you attempt BJ to harsh my mellow in the summer of Scott. I, I said like 10 words and you're all fired up. <laughs> I'm still upset about that shit. <laughs> still upset. Um, funny. Uh, so, um, uh, yeah. So if you don't remember, PJ took third in singles for the Orlando event and I took fourth and then pj took second in critical clicks championship and i took third so yeah um overall i just want to note that that should say that this is a pretty good podcast to listen to if you're thinking about competitive play that's not too bad yeah our records over the last three major events are pretty fucking great and then you won the overall thing uh and you won team seal but i beat you both times that is true yes so uh there was a lot that's a lot of back and forth and what did you we weren't the finals were we we were the no you guys were the semis semis yeah so we i think i took third or fourth in that i know that i didn't lose that was my biggest thing i never lost i only lost to you yes but you lost twice to twice yeah so (laughs) it was it was, and you were sporting like a seal, like a competitive team that you pulled from your back. <laughs> I don't remember what you had, but my God, did you have Sky Tyrant a, or something? I had a flash. You had a flash, yeah. I don't remember the rest, but I know there was a flash. 
Yeah. And um, I'm trying to know what I had. Um, you had a, like two Harleys, I think. Yes. Yeah. I had two Harleys. <laughs> you had all, and I would defend Wonder Woman. <laughs> yeah. With no ability to switch out. Or no, no, one ability. To switch yeah. Out. yeah. Yeah. You had the common. Yeah. It was not a great team for sealed teams. Uh, anyway, hey, so uh, let's talk a little bit. I, I've been uh, I've been asked a lot to go over like what happened for me and modern stuff like that. So I'll do a brief recap, um, as brief as I go, and PJ can kind of keep me on course. Yep. Uh, round one, obviously random pairings. I got paired up against a very very nice guy that I played a few times. Awesome, awesome guy. He was building a very witty team that's a little bit slow to get off, but it's basically a die manipulation team that has three Lex Luthers, a Molecule Man with a Mind Gem, three jo- uh, three Jokers, uh, the ones that make clones. Technically, you're only buying one, but you know what I'm saying. And then um, a Gene Gray that you can mind control. And the general idea is that you get ten- you get three tens really fast. And then you start just infinitely 10 mind controlling her because the mind gem can perpetually makes you free mind control every time you roll a 10 and Lex Luthor guarantees you a 10. Yep. So you just infinitely mind control. The only problem with that is I won map. Um, and I don't think he really knew that Thanos could see through everything. So I killed people that i oh i one of the first people i killed was uh maria hill so and then it went downhill a little bit from there uh second match i played a a fairly fairly normal monster team i think the only interesting thing uh he was playing scarab he's playing kind of the big things uh that you expect orange proteus kind of like if you just build a monster team that was kind of the monster team you know what i'm saying like yeah it's a good team yeah, it's a stock monster and it's a really good team. Like I, you know, great idea to play. I won map. I'm plus six. And I think he was plus seven, maybe eight. Um, so I won map, which wasn't set, and I did realm of death. He had an interesting strategy of burying up his characters. Um so that like basically if I mind controlled them, uh, I couldn't do shit. <laughs> right. Um, surrounded by the walls here. Yeah. Yeah, so my general rule or my goal is if I'm playing monsters, number one, if I'm playing monsters, I absolutely have to not allow Orange Proteus to retaliate me. So that's actually the most dangerous thing in that. He's more dangerous than Sky Tyrant because he can just shut you down. He retaliates you. He makes six barriers around you. You can't get out. Uh, You shoot the barrier and you have to like walk out maybe Maybe, <laughs> um, but there's so many ways that he can trap you in if he gets the right situation. And it's kind of just over from there. And you, you know what you roll, you can't get really out of this because Thanos is the ultimate. I have, you know, improved everything. <laughs> so yeah. it's not ideal. Uh, it's not ideal. And if he traps you in there with somebody, even if it's somebody like... Um, I mean, especially if it's Venom Wolverine, which he didn't have, but he traps you in there with Blackheart. I don't think I ever win. Like, I think he just, I'm just always stuck with Blackheart and I'm re- literally rolling to break away after breaking a barrier. It's a shitty scenario. So I mind control his team to go after Proteus and I was able to do that. And if I didn't hit Proteus, uh, normally I would be lucky enough after two rolls on it to get to the splash damage thing. Ironically, I wasn't. 
<laughs> so that was weird. <laughs> um, so actually, actually hitting him was pretty important. And then also I mind control the sky tyrant thought he didn't have it fully barriered, but there was a wall that I couldn't see next oh. to the smoke cloud. And I didn't notice that. So um, <laughs> just ended up like fire talking sky tyrant uh, and then killing him with four damage anyway. So it was real pointless, but Basically, if you're playing monsters, Orange Proteus is gone. Then you're just trying to limit the damage potential. And I don't think I ever even attacked his Blackheart, which is a theme. Uh, you will see. Yeah. I never, ever attacked a Blackheart. Uh, there is no reason Thanos should ever attack a Blackheart unless Blackheart has the power gem. Or it's uh, like last round and you need points real bad. <laughs> uh, I mean, but if Thanos is still alive and... You're kill, trying for Blackheart. You, you, there's either either you're winning that game or yeah, I guess so maybe. But like you, the thing about Blackheart is he can kill you, especially with the power gem if you allow him to flurry you. Yep. So you have to be really careful. So he's just a run, a character you run away from. Yeah. Kill the things. His leadership comes out. Um. So uh, next, the third game was Maddie G. And I made a pretty clutch mistake there. Um, Maddie G was playing double lockjaw Fantastic Four. And that is quite legitimately as bad of matchups as you can get with Thanos. It just is. Like, that's what you want. Thanos can't, he, he could actually miss. You don't often, but you can miss because he's high defense. That team can kill you in one hit with Franklin Richards or one turn, I should say, with Franklin Richards because uh, he can flurry you for seven pretty easily. Um, and then finally, uh, you it's very, very hard for you to really hit somebody because double targeting anybody between both Lockjaws, they're just going to mastermind to Lockjaw. So it's kind of shitty. Um, your better option generally is to mind control Lockjaw to make Franklin immobile uh, and just miss. Uh, that did not work out well for me, but then I kind of hail married with Mary Jane, uh, the Thor one that was on my team. Again, mine was a plus six team. Mary Jane, the autonomous one, 15 points, Proteus, uh, Marvella, all different versions of Mary Jane here. And then Thor, Mary Jane uh, and Dazzler. Um, Dazzler was the most important thing on that team um because she upped my damage by two herself if i needed to and then all chemical fire on thanos so um basically i hit him and i'm like okay cool he's immobile and i didn't realize that that was a um not a not that was outwittable i thought that was a trait so whoops a daisy and he just outwits it and then kills my thanos game over um i got 30 points yay me um next round if i'm being honest i can't oh no next round was against nate and he was playing fantastic four and i'm like fuck uh however his had one lockjaw, and man there is a fucking difference between for thanos between one and two lock jaws because yep. uh, then all i'm doing is i was just trying really hard to kill his damage output and once i did that he can't really do anything and he has, you have to have, the thing about Thanos is you have to have everything on all things. And I, I played Dan, Daniel Powell's uh, Thanos team. And the reason I did is I have a rule. 
if I play test really hard and try really hard and I cannot beat that team, even if I'm building to play against it and everything goes my way, I will not, I will play it. I'm, <laughs> I've done that only two or three times in hero clicks. Uh, so not big nod to Daniel Powell and I'll be on a show tomorrow. Um, but holy shit, man, like that is a really hard team to figure out how to beat. There's so much to get to. And if everything just doesn't go right for you, you just lose. And that is obviously what happened. Um, so I beat Nate White's team, not by a tremendous amount. And he's one of the best players in Hero Clicks. So that was a lucky beat. Then I played the only other guy playing, uh, the only other guy who copied Daniel Powell's team. So we get into, we basically both kill everything. He was a really great player. And I just won the roll off. It was 185 to 185. I was as aggressive as I humanly possibly could, but Thanos versus Thanos is just a near impossible three hour situation. Yeah. No, it, barring absurdly bad luck, nobody should ever win that. Yeah. It just, it takes so long. Um, you have to, like, you have to, it, it goes back and forth and, uh, like you have to have one person basically get unlucky like three or four times while you get lucky three or four times. And then, and only then does it start working in your favor. And if you ever do get into that, the correct thing on the fire is the minus two attack. Uh, if you can get that and you can get it first off, uh, the mistake I made was I played on a, I won map and I played on a map and I thought I could get across to blow up his object. And I was one square away from being able to do that. Uh, so that was a mistake. Yeah. I swear you said, yeah. um, I said, Oh no. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. So that's why, but I won the roll off. And a lot of times when I've won these tournaments, there's one absurdly lucky thing that happens to me or probably three, but that was my absurdly lucky thing. I won a fucking roll off and I got a crit hit with it too. So yeah. And that was like a in the top cut. What's that? Yeah. I wouldn't have gotten into top cut without it. And instead I was high in top cut with it. It was weird. Yep. Uh, so a big, big fucking difference in a roll off, right? And what's sad is I should have just won it when I won map choice, but it is what it is. Also, he didn't have a map that he could have blown up my object, which is interesting as well. So, oh, um, anyway, so uh, that was top, and then um, I played a Jubilee team that I was told could wipe Thanos in one turn. Um, and it was like a Jubilee black heart, a lot of Loki's, a tremendous amount of reroll kind of scenario. And oh, then, yeah. Yeah. And I definitely beat that team. Um, that, that felt like the least close matchup of all of them. It just felt like it was an easier thing. Um, now if a Jubilee hits shape change, totally different, but because Thanos can hit for six damage, I just, yeah. Yeah, I one shot yeah. Jubilee, and now he's left with Blackheart and a lot of Lokis. And I have the, I'm just mind controlling Lokis, having them walk next to other Lokis and damage them basically for the one click with the splash damage. And that was basically it. Uh, he had a Blackheart at the end, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> no, not without the gem, like you said. Not without the gem. doesn't do enough damage. Um, 
And then uh, my friend Denny also made top four, which is really cool. Um, so what did you cut to? Top 16? Yeah. Shoot. I'm blanking on who I played in the top 16. Um, oh, I played a very interesting Thanos team, which was Q, uh, Destiny, and the Doctor Doom that steals objects. The problem with that is I give up only 115 points and he gives up 135 points. So there you go. (laughs) Or I think I give up 125. No, because he can't destroy my object if he's equipped with it. So uh, best case scenario, I give up 125 if he's able to kill all chemical fire. But uh, yeah, he still gives up 10 points more because of the time platform. And that's all they wrote. Um, I will say, though, there is a lot of scariness, a lot of scariness, man, when you really need to hit Q for like the game and how many times he can just roll the fuck out and stuff. <laughs> uh, and you're, you, I was sitting there, I'm like, I might be able to attack him. T- I, because I attacked him probably six times, maybe seven or eight. And we started getting to time six and I'm just like, fuck man am i going to lose this whole thing because i cannot hit q uh because he keeps rolling the die and the blah 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 uh ended up hitting him eventually his destiny rolled out of my fucking hit three times (laughs) so i was like wow i can't seem to make anything happen here uh so anyway yeah i won that match up because again when you get it to thanos to thanos that's the end of it um cut to top four jeremiah peterson first major tournament awesome dude uh he's the guy who makes all those custom trays uh, so many custom things i'm playing them with half of my stuff that he fucking made uh great guy uh we played a really fun matchup feel uh feel pretty good about it he ironically played the animals team that i championed on this show and then I played the team that Daniel Powell championed on his show, which is so weird. But it, I, apparently he said he doesn't listen to the podcast and he also hates UPJ is what he said. That's what he said. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Um, he said he would listen, but he's like PJ's on too many of them. Yeah. That's no, what that's he was fair. saying. He waits for the ones that I'm not on. Yes. He he loves it. If he loves the episodes where it's just Lucas and then he tunes me out, Uh, just turns it down every time he hears me talking. And you guys play, you guys did play on stream that game. We did play on stream. So you can see that over on uh, clicks off. And I will say that um, what I did was I baited him a little bit. I went up just a very tiny bit with Thanos, not actually enough to go in. And then I did, I had enough pogs, enough things for me, Thanos to be completely side of the board wrapped in figures and then side of the board wrapped in, um, in uh barrier. Technically, in my opinion, the correct move would have been to wait, wait that out so that I was going to be a little bit fucked because eventually I can't keep putting up barrier. Right. Um, Right. But he did, he made a, he debated back and forth about what to do. And he ended up kind of compromising going up some so that he have a better shot next time. And I sold out hard knowing that I had the three probs from theme and he couldn't re-roll me once. And I needed an eight to hit his uh, hit and kill uh, spider hammer eye 
Now, the question is, why go after spider ham, right? Because there's a lot of things I could kill and go after, right? Um, the reason I went after spider hammer, I is spider hammer. I always, I was going consistently off most damage and most luck based. And he went for both because he can attack me twice and he has blades blades is incredibly bad for Thanos because you could just get fucking lucky. And that's when Thanos does really, really badly. So once you get past that, and then the other thing I did was mind control his lockjaw to attack his um, Gorilla Grodd, which was weird because he had to burn a bunch of rerolls on it because I kept hitting him. Um, uh, but then once I hit missed him, now his lockjaw made it so I, uh, his Gorilla Grodd couldn't come with them, which is the other thing. You need to get rid of his ability to deal a bunch of different damage. That yep. being said, as we the game wore on, I'm like, oh no, the luck gods are with this guy. Like the the hero clicks gods wanted him to go to the finals. I, I thought for sure you lost that game. Yeah. He I, and I think if it went a few more turns, you may have. It's it's possible. I mean, it just depends. I mean, the, the truth of the matter of hero clicks is this, right? You can win if you never miss super senses. Yeah. Uh, he had critically hit on an energy explosion with rocket um, the opponent before me and he did it again to me, but I have Thanos with reroll. <laughs> so I was able to see him that far, that, that far away, but my God, I, I felt like that was his plan. I know it, <laughs> I know it wasn't, but he played in the way that it felt like his plan was to crit hit me a bunch. Uh, he hit super senses. Uh, I, I attacked characters with super senses seven separate times and he hit it six of them. And the only time he missed was a mind control with maggot in which I used his maggot to attack his other maggot and that maggot hit super senses. <laughs> um, his characters were halfway down only because I had been splash damaging them that much. But I never hit a character. It was bonkers. Not with a mind control, not with anything. I couldn't get anything. And, and I'm rolling for fours or fives, you know, like not even that. 13s on 17s. Uh, but he never missed super senses. Destroyer was out there. Never fucking hit. Uh, like never hit once. Uh, he was out there three turns and he never hit one time because he super sensed out of every single one. And I started getting really nervous and I ended up, I think beating him by killing his lockjaw at the end uh, yeah. on, on last action because it was that close. Despite the fact he hadn't killed that much. Like it wasn't like he had been like, like Thanos was in dire straits or he had even attacked him. It was I, just I like, you had pretty much only killed hammer and Grodd at that point because of everything else. Rolling yes. out. His team, yeah, his team was down a lot of clicks, but I hadn't killed shit, but I had attacked him like 30 times, it felt like, but just everything, like, I was rolling pretty hot, too. Like, I wasn't, like, missing a bunch. It was just, I, he couldn't miss super senses, and I got scared at the end. Uh, and that's why I went after Lockjaw, just to get the points, and then time was called at the same time, so... I got pretty lucky there. And then Maddie G, the rematch, uh, always a neat story when you play the person that you are playing 
that whipped your ass. So me and Maddie G both ended with a nine, eight and one record. How many rounds were there? Eight, nine, nine rounds, uh, nine rounds, yeah, nine rounds. So we both ended eight and one and we both only lost to each other. So really it was just a matter of, he could easily be champion if he had lost in a different time. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, if you guys I, didn't play in Swiss. Yeah. So I had learned a decent amount about Thanos from there playing it. And here's what I learned. You can't kill Thanos from range. <laughs> like at least not with fantastic four. So I built one of the craziest things I've ever built in hero clicks ever, which was I was in a thing and I built a weird runway of characters. So Thanos is in one square and you have a straight shot to him with his Franklin Richards, right? Straight fucking shot. And then I have three characters <laughs> down the line on either side of Thanos, one up from him. So you can shoot him endlessly and it's not a problem at all, but it's almost impossible to get next to him. And Matt tried so hard, but he just couldn't get the shot next to him. And then things started going awry. I will say though, Matt, Matt is the most blessed man I've ever seen with rolling Franklin Richards. I, I had to like, look, I needed to look up in the rules. If he was capable of taking more than one damage when he picked powers, he like, took three on the second turn. He did for that one. But he took one every other time. Yeah. Um, but, and, and including the important first one, you know, the first one when he's up there, the one that really the one, matters. Yeah. that's the one that truly, truly matters. Cause then he has all the stats to kill Thanos. Uh, and it was still really, really close. It was a close game. He's obviously one of the best players in the world. Uh, probably arguably the best pilot of a team in the, on the planet. Um, cause he never really builds teams. He pilots them, but, uh, he pilots them. Amazing. <laughs> Uh, and it's one of the best teams that Fant fantastic four is clearly a tier one modern team in my opinion. And yeah, I ended up pulling out the win. Um, didn't, I, I ended up really going hard right at the end. I, I will also say the other thing about Thanos is I almost never pick time gem. Um, that is a, you know, if I can't attack, uh, mainly got ones against Maddie G. I got one time where I got a three. Um, with Thanos' gems. Um, most of the time, if I get a one, I'm picking mine gem because I just need, you need to deal damage. You need to be very aggressive with Thanos. Um, and then you need to find a way to body block him because if you don't, you have to kill what they can, that might kill you. And if you get them down to like one or two attackers, Thanos can probably survive that, but you have to sell out hard. I think the thing that was most surprising is Thanos is kind of glass jawed. I mean, he's not right, but so many teams that I played against could kill him in one turn without much yep. sweat. So many teams. And I think for that reason, a lot of people are like playing, you know, when you roll a one, they're like, I guess just time gem. And you're just like praying you can get the super senses. When in reality, I think it's better, better odds, better feel for you. If you can weaken, weaken their team with mind gem and just do everything you fucking possibly can. And that was the tournament. There's your little report, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening. <laughs> uh, and PJ, thanks for running a good tournament, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm, I'm just really glad everybody came out and had a good time. Yeah, like, I made I, it a point to talk to everyone one-on-one. -on -one. Do you think your event will have more or less people than Worlds? <laughs> uh, less, I think. But, I mean, 
you know, if WizKids doesn't announce it until the beginning of September, then well, <laughs> yeah. Hard, uh, yeah, people are. Uh, I'm shocked that people are still thinking they might do something for Gen Con. <laughs> yeah, well, they've announced that they're going to be at Gen Con, but the event yes. schedule I think just came out and they're not on it. Yeah, so. of course not. They're not doing events. They're just at Gen Con because they can Selling sell D and D figures. Well, and they're going to sell clicks, I'm sure. Um, yeah, they'll sell the clicks, but they're just at it. You know, like I don't know why yeah. people think they're doing something. They're not doing something. They're just no. at it. I, I think there's a higher likelihood that I do something. <laughs> yeah, I know Howard has said he's interested in doing something. Uh, people are going to do. I think there's a highly likelihood that other people do something, but it, just save your fucking money. If you're there for hero clicks, uh, don't. Don't fucking go to Gen Con for hero clicks. If you want well, to go Gen Con, Gen Con's LEs. awesome. Go ahead. Well, and swing by their booth and buy the LEs that are just coming out at yeah. Gen Con. Yeah, absolutely. And those would be worth something, but not as much as they might have been. Uh, you know, because I don't think that they're what's the right term. I don't, you know, they're 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 going to be all over worlds, right? And Gen Con's kind of when is Gen Con again? Uh, uh, first week August. August. So people are going to wait. Like I wouldn't pay that much of a premium when I can wait one month and get these figures. You would, you would think that, but man, like people pay a shit ton of money for stuff that they could get if they just wait. Like it. Yeah, I know, but a lot of times it's a lot longer wait. If that makes sense. But people buy chases at pre-release for triple what they're worth. That's true. Yeah, yeah, I, I get it. Uh, sometimes people are pre-doing it. I mean, if you paid triple what they're worth for Venom Magneto, you won. Yeah. If you what? dropped $150 on Venom Magneto, you were correct. I believe I paid up for Rocket, and I think I was correct. Uh, yeah. A lot of the Empire chases are kind of high. Because they're good. Yeah. All around, solid set, set of chases. Um. I guess I paid almost the exact amount it's worth. I paid about eight, I paid about eighty right now. I could buy it for seventy eight dollars plus four dollars shipping. So, so you had a, you got a deal. Yeah. Uh, I guess I got two dollars off, and I've had it for a long time. I, I also just fucking love <laughs> I love that everything about that figure for yeah. some reason. He's definitely one of the best rockets ever made. Yeah, he's one of the best rockets, and he's very unique in what he does. And man, can he just randomly fuck over people? And if you don't buy, believe me, and Tyler, if you want to fucking come on and talk shit, uh, note it took top four in PJ's fucking event. Hey, go ahead and bring Lucas on for that episode when Tyler's there and let him talk about Rocket because he's the one who gave him a crit hit in top 16. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, again, anything that gives a large amount of people tokens and a little bit of damage is really, really good. But then he, he just has a bunch of other shit. What's that? He was playing lightning ring on rocket. That was an interesting one. Yeah. So I guess it did four damage to everybody, right? Mm -hmm. But it doesn't yeah. give them the token. It doesn't give them the token, does it? Uh, what do you mean? Uh, I can't remember. I know that the precision strike, not the precision strike one, the one that says EE, but penetrating doesn't, that one's just multiple targets. That, right. It does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it does. The one, yeah, because he has to use his on-dial energy explosion yes. to give the tokens. But yeah, that one's just, if he's multi-targeting, it does an extra damage to everyone. So that was a three damage normally, but a four damage energy explosion. Yeah, when he crit 
Pat Lucas in the face. Yeah, but Lucas fortunately was able to roll out and go, uh oh, he can't. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Lucas. Um, <laughs> Jeremiah Peterson for life. Um, great hero cooks player of our generation. Um, <laughs> uh, seriously, though, he did amazing. Like that, what a storybook run there, man. Crowd favorite. Yeah, sure. really did. Lots got, of people groaned. So many, so many hate, so much hate mail I received when I beat him. Uh, yeah. greatly, greatly. Everyone was rooting for him online. They're like, yeah, go Jeremiah. Yep. Absolutely. What a shock that people weren't rooting for me. I, I'm fucking floored. Uh, <laughs> fucking shocking. Um, so uh, let's talk about that. Let's talk about the fact that uh, let's talk one more time about tarot cards. A ton have been released. Um, like they seem to be all over HC realms. I don't even know where they got all of these, but it just seems like they're at like 85% of them. <laughs> so <laughs> let's just briefly talk. We have very, very different opinions of that. Um, and then let's talk a little bit about what we're doing with this thing. That's been a hot topic of this. Um, I guess it costs 20, $200 to the de- dealer to get this bullshit of uh, the one brick of the so accessories. Um, one, one kit. One kit. It is an important kit. distinction. It okay. is not two hundred dollars for a brick. It is two hundred dollars for the kit. Uh, here's what I would. Uh, here's what I mentioned, and I thought this is very true. I mentioned it to Pat recently. I would pay Whiz Kids uh, to not include the <laughs> the tarot cards in this um i would also pay a premium if i could get the ordinary day tarot cards i would pay that <laughs> premium a lot that would be perhaps the biggest premium i would ever pay in hero clicks is to get tarot cards that are four ordinary day tarot cards one for each thing you need five it'd be five. Oh, five. yes five one for each thing and i bet those would go for a tremendous amount of money yes they i'm sure they would they they would go for the most amount of money because most people not most people i, I can't speak for most people but i know a lot of people especially if you live through battle if you lived and you have 40 fucking shitty ass stories of how you lost to battlefield conditions in a fi- tournament final uh, okay so we have uh, let's just do a quick ranking we're just going to quickly read them uh ace of cups when a character uses super senses increase the roll result by 1 Good. Um, is this something you'd actually play because it's a very even money one? They could have a lot of super senses as well. I I, I don't. I, if I'm playing like a team of all senses, yes, sure, yeah, I would probably play that. I mean, yes. it, it all depends on like what your defenses are, right? Because like you have defense oriented cards, so if like yeah, you have to play one. So I mean. When I'm not saying I don't know that I would aim for that one, but I would I wouldn't yeah. be against it. Wes made a point of saying he won't even build a thing because he thinks it's not optimized enough. And I don't think that is no, true. He said, it, he said it the other way. He thinks it's there it's too balanced. He's, it's too balanced for both sides, so he won't even play. And that he'll just use theirs. Yes, that's fair. Um, so that there's less literally in play, so less randomness happens. 
Um, And that's an interesting idea. I don't think that's the correct idea because there's so many that are particular, but it depends on what's in the meta. Yeah, um, and, and if you're playing pick a power pieces, right? Like if you're playing Sakarian Iron Man or Franklin Richards, you get to adapt to what uh, that's true. You do so, so you can uh, really use your opponents just as well as they do if you're playing the, the right team. You can, which means we are lowering what considered to be the right team, which is bad for hero clicks. All right, seven of cups. Uh, when a character uses Mastermind, they choose a friendly character within six squares instead of adjacent. This is an example of one I would tolerate if it existed, but I would never play it. But this is like, this one I would hope is the most powerful one, but it's not. Interesting note. Yeah. Uh, does not say within line of fire. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's or right. not, yeah, yeah. Does not say within line of fire. Just so within six through walls, whatever. Interesting, but like you said, if I'm playing a team, it probably has one figure with Mastermind on it. I'm yeah. probably not going to dedicate a card for one figure. Exactly. Uh, then we got Queen of Cups, takes a maximum of two damage from attacks. This is an example of very, very balanced. It could come at definitely the wrong time. Um, yep. Very hard to figure out. I mean, the natural assumption for this card might be don't die or something like that. Or a team that's quaking and energy exploding a lot anyway. Yeah, like, like double black heart. Yeah. Something like that. Rocket, you know. Yep. Yep. Um, honestly, you know, it, animals wouldn't hate that. Just no, they wouldn't at all. No. Because you're not killing a magic very easily, only hitting them for two. You are a poison team. Um, when char when character uses charge modify speed plus two. Uh, I mean, you can't really plan for this one, so I feel like it's never going to be used. Agreed. Um, when a character uses sidestep, they move up for three squares instead of two. This is an example of another one that I would be fine with if this is one of the more powerful ones, but it's not. And I keep wanting to make it that way, but it's just like, okay, <laughs> you know, like not that big a deal. Powerful, like, I think it's the most powerful speed slot one we've seen, right? I don't, there's only two speed ones. So what do you want me to say? So like, it definitely is better than, than the charge one. So it is the best one. Yeah. And that would be fine with me, but the problem is they're not like this. Like super senses. One is not fine with me. Anything that seems like, Oh, cool. I might as well skip this fucking turn. Uh, like I'm running monster team without black heart. Like I'm, I'm running something and they pull characters take a maximum of two damage from attacks. Sweet. I'll run over with my sky tyrant, I guess, and I'll quake you twice, but that's still not amazing. I guess that's still pretty good. Maybe that's okay. Yeah, it's still great. <laughs> it's, it's still decent. I don't know. Like I like killing characters, but whatever. Um, okay, characters. This one is horrifying. Characters can't use improved targeting abilities. Characters that have that can use stealth have free places characters where hindering. That is fucked up. Super fucked up in Silver Age. Because are you only saying that because you're playing Thanos? Um, no, but that is fucked up. Uh, the thing is, it can, <laughs> it, it can that could win an entire game, right? That care that shout you you're playing double black heart and a bunch of cool shit, uh, and you're playing a ranged team, which is not insane. That's not like oh no, what you well, it's your fault for playing a team that shoots people. <laughs> um, and you prepared for it and now all of a sudden they're like okay well they have stealth and their characters place within six into a square of hindering terrain that's fucking crazy and shitty but like, uh, so you, you can't shoot like, them 
you just were talking about how you can't plan for the charge one. So you can't really plan for this one either. Uh, but it's always good. When is it, it, PJ? I've heard you like sidestep. Is that true? Yes. Do you like place sidestep that you don't have to break away for within six squares? Is it six squares in line of fire or just six squares? Just six squares and it's ugh. and you can't shoot them in it for any reason. Well, let's be real. There's not a whole lot of self-busting in modern right now anyway. There's a ton coming out. Uh, Avengers Initiative is one of the most popular team abilities in the new set. That's true. I don't know. Uh, I don't think it's that is, bad. I think it's just terrible. It's the kind of thing where any card that I believe, I, I think reasonably, very reasonably, I could say, oh, what happened in this matchup? Uh, he drew the Page of Pentacles and his team's mainly stealth. So I had to skip a turn and then my turn, all I did was charge plus two <laughs> and nothing happened. But so like, he won. If you're playing the page though, and they have a bunch of stealth. Now you're not doing anything. Maybe, or maybe you're phasing six next to them. I don't know. And, man. and like, then they're doing the exact same thing on their turn. Maybe, but like, it's the big thing is it's when it's drawn, it's a skip. That's the big thing. Like that's what makes it so tough. It's such a skip turn potential. Uh, is it skip turn always? No. Let's say it's skip turn 30% of the time. But if Monopoly had a community chess piece that said, punch your mother in the face, they should probably take that out because people won't enjoy that game anymore. Uh, and the argument can't be, well, I know it says punch your mother in the face, but there's 30 other cards. They could draw a different card. How about why did you make the fucking card? Fuck you. No, the uh, card also, the, the card would say punch your mother in the face, but you also punch my mother in the face. <laughs> <laughs> and I play it because my mother's dead, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that 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 was dark. That was super dark. Um, but yes, I suppose. But they also could not have stealth. Is you know, there's right, a lot of teams without like, stealth. This is this is a build around kind of scenario. And when it goes off, it's really really good. Um, all right, Queen of Queen of Pentacles. Characters can only move in direct paths. That's dope. That's I like it. Fucking annoying. Like that's it, not fun. It's that's really annoying. good on Realm of Death cool how did you lose oh i couldn't fucking walk around a shitty map <laughs> yep hey sucks yeah cool i love that idea that there's a random chance card i was always thinking that hero clicks needed chance cards from fucking monopoly neato you roll dice every fucking turn <laughs> PJ, the, the same fucking twenty, the same ten people are in the finals all the time. And um, that's like, be, like, and I bet that doesn't change. Yeah, I don't know. I bet they'll. I bet it will because I think that two of them will quit. Um, but, <laughs> um, uh, when a character uses pulse wave, they deal two damage instead of one. I don't, I, I've thought about that card now in a, for a bit. I actually don't think it's as powerful as the last two that we mentioned. It sounds powerful, but there's not a lot of pulse wave. It's just kind of random and it's just one plus damage. This would probably be an okay thing for me and I wouldn't ban it. Uh, and I would it's ban, also I would ban the other two. 
it's also hard to be in position for because you don't yeah. know when it's coming. Like, you don't know when it's coming. Yeah, easiest thing to pull off. Yeah, this one I absolutely despise with every fiber of my being. When a character that uses penetrating <laughs> penetrating psychic blocks makes a range attack, after resolutions deal one pen damage to each opposing character adjacent to a hit target. I really, really hate that one. That Didn't just, you just like talk about how you only beat Jeremiah Peterson because you had that effect. Yes, that I paid ten points for. Yeah, that you had and, all, games. and it's not penetrating, and I have to roll for it. Well, you have to uh, roll for that. Look, I, I think mean, Alchemy oh, Fighter I mean, is really good, but I play it, and he could steal that object too. You know, there's so many things. This is truly random and it's just happening. And it's good on a lot of things. And it's really, really hard to deal with. And you pretty much can't change how you play. You just have to suck it up. It's also aggressive, meaning that when you plop it on your turn, you just fucking have it. So and yeah, but there's also like, you have to look at like the math for it, right? So if you have a five card deck and you're double tokened every third turn, right? So yeah. Like there is a like it's a little less than a rollout chance, right? It's about a twenty-two percent chance or so that you flip the card when you can't actually attack with your pinside character, unless your whole team is pinside, then you just get wrecked by stealth, right? Like <laughs> yeah, they pull the stealth card, sure, maybe. Uh, when a character that uses precision strike makes an attack, the attack can't be evaded, and damage taken from the attack can't be reduced below two instead of one. I think that's a fantastic card. I think of that, it, like, which way do you mean? Do you mean like you want to play it or I would think it's just balanced? Both. I mean, I that think, is like of the I, attack ones. That's the one that's really appealing to me. Yeah. I think in a fantastic card is characters using Mastermind may choose a friendly character six squares away. Um, that <laughs> one's fine. That's a fantastic card. This one is aggressive and uh, I don't like it. I just don't. I don't like these because they you pop it off and now you're just much more aggro. And I don't like that idea in general, but it's OK. Uh, Knight of Swords characters use TK after resolution to move an action token from. That would be fine. You know what? Everyone would be fine with that. It's fun. It's weird. Uh, Venomagneto now gets to take off a token that he might have just had so he can power action do TK for free and then take off his other token by doing it for free. Yeah, he he could on a a turn where he starts double tokened, free TK, remove a token, power TK to add and remove it and end of the turn on one token after TKing twice. Yep, neato. Uh, three or four, four of wands. When a character uses exploit, makes a close stack after version to do one penetrating damage to each opposing character adjacent to hit target. I despise this card so much. So much. So now you get to crush with Sky Tyrant and then also your characters that were behind you get hit as well. Does it say... Will you read it again? After resolutions deal one penetrating to each opposing character adjacent to a hit target. A hit target. Okay. That's what I wanted to make sure. Yeah. So you do pick one, but now it's exploit weakness now has cool splash damage. Well, and like, yeah, if he, if Tyrant goes in and quakes a group of like three, 
like, and then you pick the one in the middle to splash off of, you're doing two penetrating to the one in the middle and three penetrating to the ones on the sides. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yes, that's fucking horrifying. And he can do it twice, right? Uh, yeah. After resolution, so it's after resolution, yep. penetrating to each opposing character adjacent to a hit target. Yeah, so he could double quake six damage to two people and four to the middle one. <sighs> That's fucking terrible. Um, to be fair, he already does worse than that with the power gem right now. But <laughs> uh, neat. But now the power gem's gone. Uh, all right, this one I hate too. When a character can use prob control and attack roll. They may reroll a single die instead of both dice. I think this one is unplayable. Okay, because you don't know how much prob your opponent has. Right. You might just completely fuck yourself even way harder than what it could benefit you. And uh, I don't think that one is worth the risk. I agree. And you don't know when it comes up in the game because if you right. have like, even if you're playing animal and six theme probs, I think it will see play though, because a lot of people play main board prob. And I think it can, I think it's potentially a tournament winner. Yeah. I can see it like on animals where you should have more probs than your opponent. Yeah. But I think animals get so much worse after rotation. It'll be tough. Uh, what do they lose? Grod. Grod. Uh, the Empire, they can't get through barrier anymore. Probably that's enough. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't think there's anything gets in, gives in power or any new animals are there. But you get what I'm saying. Like yeah. the problem is that's also like a skip for an alpha strike. It could be why you lose a game. It could be why you definitely lose a game. It, it's pretty <laughs> yeah. brutal. Yeah, but the, like I said, the reason I would never play that is I think it's just as likely it's the reason I lost the game. When I'm playing the card, that's possible like, yeah, too. And I, I do think that that is a reason you could not do it. I agree yeah. with that. Like, I, like, say you're only relying on your theme props, right? And you yeah. burn them all early because you had to. And now your opponent still has two left and that card flips. You are just putting yourself at a huge disadvantage. Yep. There is when shape change increase the result by one. I don't hate this as much as super senses, but I do hate it. Um, I don't know why anybody feels like we should increase these roles. That's not fun. Nobody enjoys that except for the person that got it, but whoever. The that, fool. The people in the game. <laughs> it depends on how you look at hero clicks, right? If you're the kind of person that looks at hero clicks like, oh, it's going to work for me. Great. But I'm the kind of person that looks at it and says, this is going to work against me. Sweet. Noel. Now. <laughs> Noel now has a bajillion super shape change role. So what the fuck? Um, Spider-Man now has plus one super senses on top of his plus three. Uh, what the fuck, man? These are terrible powers. Um, all right. The fool characters can't use the effect of equipment. Totally fine. Nah. I, I think that's a great card. Like, for balance, like I, I probably think that, that is an okay that. card for balance. Yes, I think that I, I would be okay if that was one of the worst things in this set because for balance, it is good. Uh, High Priestess, once per turn, each player may reroll a, a d6 in a friendly character's roll, including a single d6 in an attack roll. Yeah, that one's that one's scary because, like. Not so, like on my turn, if we're playing on my turn, I would get to roll one d6 and an attack roll, but you could re roll a super senses or a shape change. Yeah, neat. I guess that one is somewhat balanced, though. 
Yeah, it, it really does cancel itself out. Like, kind it makes of, yeah. you more likely to hit, but makes them more likely to roll out if they're playing rollouts. I think, and I could be wrong, the probability is probably on their side more than yours. Uh, on the defensive side, yes. Yeah, it's on the defensive side. Yeah. Uh, the they devil like an extra seventeen percent chance to roll out or something. When, uh, when a character attacks after resolutions, deal them one penetrating for each six in the finalized attack roll. Um, fuck you, but I guess that that would be an acceptable card for me because it's truly random. Yeah. Uh, the tower. All misses are crit misses. Fuck. Now that one, out of everything you've said so far about turn skips, this is the first one I agree with. That's this, so fucking... This flip, nobody's attacking. I would. I'd just go for it. I don't think it would change. I mean, I guess depending on your numbers. Like, if you need fours, then yeah, sure. Yeah. Who cares? I mean, it's but, very favorable to, like, Thanos. Because yeah. now he mind controls you. Yep. <laughs> like, yeah. well, I guess I missed. Okay, crit miss. Cool. Um, I'm, I missed both your characters. Neato. Yeah, so... <laughs> No trouble uh, alert will be left either. So, yeah, yes, that's fortunate that no trouble alerts will be out for this. Uh, mystical team uh, characters of the mystical team of character can already use mystical team. They deal one unavoidable damage instead. I I actually feel like mystic mystic should be unavoidable, so I'm fine with this card. Yep. Uh, Agreed. Do you think that? Uh, do you do you like the fact that every character has mystics? Uh. I don't think it's a problem. Also something I would play with Thanos, just to say it out loud. I mind control yeah. you, and now you're killing your own guys, yeah. Nito. I hit you, <laughs> and I deal. I take a damage. It's the same yeah. thing. And you're yeah. playing the Critness one, so you're like... All right, this one more. is... <laughs> Justice is... I don't know. I'm hoping this won't see play, but I hate this card. Like, this is the one I actually hate. The other ones I wish didn't exist... But I absolutely hate justice. When this character is put in play, when this card is put into play, each player chooses a friendly character. While this card is in play, the chosen character replaces their combat values with eight speed, ten attack, seventeen defense, three attack, uh, three damage, and four range. This shouldn't exist in Hero Clicks. That it's just not fair. It's unfairly choosing. It's it's very lopsided. If you only have one character left, it pretty much assures a loss. Um, you know, I, I hate every part about it. It's counterintuitive to a lot of team builds. You know, I just I just fucking hate it. I mean, you're also like setting one of their figures. Right, it's not just you do it to your opponent. You have to have one of yours get reduced as well. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like you're you're obviously playing if you have a bigger team, right? So like if you're playing Thanos, you're not playing Justice. If you're playing Emperor Gladiator, you're not playing Justice. You're playing this on I don't know Animal Team or something like that. You're playing it on a plus eight team where you're almost definitely going to always have something pretty good. Like always have one or two other characters or like a Mary Jane because. <laughs> All right, cool. I'll make my uh, paparazzi significantly better. They should have said like at least uh, like real character or something like that, but they don't. Or they could have said like, but I picture this coming in late game. Uh, you know, they have Unimind and you just killed Unimind because of this fucking card. 
I mean, his his printed values are basically eight, ten, seventeen, three. Hey, I hear you. It's not that crazy, I suppose, but it is really to me. It's insulting. It's just as long as like I'm glad it at least doesn't blank powers or anything. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't blank powers. Empress, when this card is put into play, each player generates one hindering train marker anywhere on the map. When this when this card leaves play, each character may heal one click for each friendly character occupying hindering terrain. I don't mind this one. I this like is it. an example of what a card should be, which is kind of random, kind of interesting, but like I can't imagine somebody going back and like, what happened? I got fucking Empress. <laughs> Pulled the Empress ha- that's card. What's that? That's going to happen now. Great. I mean, it could, but like, I wouldn't feel as bad about it. I feel much worse when I'm like, what happened? Oh, he changed my 19 defense character uh, into a 17 defense character. How do you do that? Uh, he played a free card that he randomly drew. Uh <laughs> And then he killed me with his paparazzi that was also now a 1017. Well, it sounds like you shouldn't have made that paparazzi a 1017 three then. Well, wait. Each opponent, like, the card doesn't pick both. You pick. No, I know. I know. Oh, I'm saying that, like, I have one character left, but he has a couple, right? That's the theory. So, you know. The theory is that, you know, it it favors somebody that's in in a winning driver's position right now. And I don't like that general. I don't know, but it's so hard to talk about something so random because like at the same time, it is just as likely that it flips when it's completely irrelevant. It is actually likely that it's completely irrelevant. But the point is, some of it's just like the spirit of what it could do. Um, Hierophant combat values can't be modified or replaced. I'm fine with that one. That some that feels like the same thing as the um, characters we use the effective equipment. It just feels like it's a little bit of a check. This one is much worse than the last one we were talking about. Why? Because it's like, oh, why did I lose? Oh, because he shut off my nineteen defend because none of my people could use the value. It can be much worse. I agree, and they should. It also shouldn't exist. But it does stop stuff that is potentially broken, similar to why did I lose? Uh, because I was running my combo with the fucking mind gem and attacking 26 times, but he shut it off or something like yep. that. It feels like a check, if that makes sense. But I do think it's shitty. Also, it's very hard. It's a hard one to play. You, this is kind of like you just play this and you don't have anything that does this. So you're just kind of like, I guess I'll play it. <laughs> does that make sense? It's not aggressive. It f- maybe you could win, but it's also the other thing is just insulting the justice thing and hard to track on top of that. On top of everything, fucking hard to track. Um, the Emperor, when this character is the card to put into play, each player chooses a friendly character with the highest point value on their force. While this card is in play, the chosen character has um, uh, Colossal and can't be outwitted. So I think this one will never see play because if I play it, you get to remove a token off your character and I never do. Right. Correct. Correct. So you'll never play emperor because it's only is 10 times more valuable for your opponent than you. The only way I like it is if your highest point character is something irrelevant, like, I don't know, a maggot. Right. 
Sure. But their highest point character is something you really want to kill all the time. And you need it to be colossal so you can always get a shot on it. Like, and you're playing a big theme and you want to be outdoors and blah, 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 blah. Maybe. Maybe. But um, man, that's a stretch. Uh, I think you would rather uh, play the sun. You know what I'm saying? Uh, when this card is, uh, so, but Hangman, when this card is put into play, each player may deal one unavailable damage to a friendly character. If they do, while this card is in play, that character modifies their combat value plus one. At least it's a may. Yeah. I wonder when that happens. Read it again. When this card is put into play, each character may deal one unavoidable damage plus one to the combat value. It that's is interesting. So that's an interesting one defensively for you to have that, I suppose. The sun. I know they think they're being cute with this, but lines of fire to characters can't be blocked. It doesn't say can't be hindered, but I see yeah, what it, it, it does. It stops stealth. I mean, because yeah. stealth says hindered lines of fire are considered blocked. Um, this will see some play. Yeah, you and know, like so you would definitely like, play this over Emperor. I don't like it yeah. because it Alpha Strike it it bowed to an Alpha Strike quite a bit. Yeah, but you can't really plan on it, like. Yeah, very true. Your alpha, because then you're just going to have a bad time. I think that in general, you're going to be able to plan. You're going to find five cards that will go to your alpha strike pretty well. And that's the tough part. Um, You're not maybe getting the ideal one, but you're going to find it. Um, The chariot characters have flight. Cool. That one would be great. Death characters can't heal. Um, that might be okay. I don't know. Like, I don't like it because it says that you can't do something that America you're paying for, and that's kind of shitty, but whatever. Uh, that is it. That's what we have for those right now. Uh, last argument that's been happening a lot, PJ, is how do you play these exoswords? They have there's four figures and a sword. They're recommending a battle royale. I am very con this idea. Um, and I don't know why they would ever arrange they why they would really suggest it because if you have five people, it can't really be done, right? If you have six people, you could probably do three. Seven is fine. Eight's obviously more than okay, but just kind of shitty. And then you drive down there and you play one round for you play for an hour for twenty five dollars. Yeah, that's my that's my gripe is that. I think Battle Royale is fine as a format for an event, but I don't like that it's only an hour. Yeah. What do you do? Like, do you have them play twice? Do you have, you know, also like venues are really down right now. They haven't supported venues since 2019. Like venues aren't doing amazing. And then they're coming back in. People are saying like, they're suggesting $25 for the event, but they're charging the the people. They're charging the people $20. I've yeah. never heard of such shitty markups. That's ridiculous. I don't know what they're what they're thinking for that. Nobody that you can't suggest that to retailers. That's honestly mean. A five dollar yeah. markup. If if they're holding on to one of those boosters, they've essentially lost almost all their money. Yeah, because um, the price should be. And right you have to buy ten of them. So. Yeah. You were asking, like, very few places I go have 10 players. Yeah, but 
diesel sell, right? Like, I don't think that'll be an issue. I don't think any store will ever be stuck on them. Because, what? like, if you show up to a store and only eight people show up, are you not going to go buy those last two? And the other thing is, like, it's not like Magic the Gathering where this is their bread and butter. They're asking them to support something that they've abandoned them for in the wind for, like, you know, three years without even talking to them. Uh, I have people read my stores reach out to me. PJ, can you, like, not be by the wind or something, buddy? Um they ask people to do all this different stuff. You know, my store was talking 30, 35. Uh, they normally would be going, if it was magic or something like that, they'd be looking for a 50% markup and magic would be supporting the thing. Uh, here, they're not doing that. And they took a figure out of it. And I do not give a shit. A weapon is not something that I value very highly. So it's more expensive for me. I get four figures and one of them is a object and I get a tarot card that I hate. Well, you're also forgetting you get a, you get two tarot cards, a sword, four figures and a participation prize for your money. What is the participation prize? You get the captain Avalon, but we haven't seen it yet. Is that a figure? Yeah. Okay. Hey, so you're getting five figures. That does make it a little bit better. But yeah, you get the double. And then, I think so. You people need to quit saying it's X amount for a booster because that's not what it is, right? The booster is honestly about the same as every other booster. They're what eighteen dollars now. Uh, right? As of Disney Plus, they have raised it another two dollars, I believe. I want to say it's seventeen or eighteen. So I think right now boosters are 60, right? So they're recommending well, I'm just, well, this is after Disney Plus. So sure. Um I'm trying to buy the win. But you can't compare that exactly because people aren't in after Disney Plus. People haven't even paid they have people haven't agreed to pay the 18 yet. Well, I mean, if they if they're looking to play in this, they have agreed, right? Yeah. Uh, I think that's what people are really talking about. I know that like Daniel Powell said, his group decided to not play in it. So like but, their uh, store so said, this so is what you're going to charge. And he said, pass. So where I was going to go with this anyway, yeah. um, you people need to quit looking at, Oh, I'm paying $25 for a booster. No, you're paying $25 for a booster participation figures and event play. Uh, tarot cards and chances at a prize. What is the prize? Um, I think it's Saturnin. There's two of them. It, it, yeah, is that? But is that at the end of just one battle royale? You get a prize? I, I don't know. There's only two of them. So what I would do personally, since this is what kind of we're talking about, I would run more than one round of the BR. And right. what? You keep putting the figures back, or? So, or you can do one long ass game. No, you play the same teams or something. I don't know. I haven't figured that part out yet. And then you do yeah. cumulative points, and the two highest are the ones who you get haven't the figured that part out yet. And that's the problem. Nobody figured that part out. And then also, nobody wants fucking tarot cards. <laughs> so, I mean, you, you can't say nobody. Did you see Tyler's yeah. poll? You're right. More people, more people are excited about it than I realized. Yeah, actually, and like it was pretty. I wouldn't say overwhelming, but it was pretty clear that more people were optimistic or waiting to see than they were pessimistic. That's fair. I will agree with that. I'll agree with that. So, so 
I think what you have to do is squash. We have to squash the whole it's $25 for a booster thing. It's not. It's $35 (laughs) for that. You can't recommend a store pay. They should be charging $30. Why? Because they should get half of what they normally get. A 50% markup? That's not a 50% markup. Yes, it is. When something is $20 and you mark it up by 50%, it is $30. That is literally the math. Okay. Yeah. My bad. I'm sorry. You're right. So, <laughs> no, this isn't yours, buddy. So, gen- so they're taking a big risk putting their players and stuff like that. And then they eat anything they don't get. Uh, players they don't know if are interested or not because they haven't been supported for a long period of time, which I'm glad they're supporting it. But why is this the route? I just don't get it. I'm going to guess this was planned long before there was a COVID issue, right? Uh, then why is it so expensive? Because they should have it a long time ago and it should have been cheaper. <laughs> well, we don't know. Like, obviously, like maybe it was something that they slated to do in like early 21. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Because, nope. I mean, remember the last uh, slot that they ran, not counting Fantastic Four, because remember that did happen technically. <laughs> Yeah. Um, well, the Civil War slop was a battle royale format as well. Um, yes, I did hear that. I never met anybody who did that. Did you guys do it that way? Yeah. Okay. I never met anybody who did that. Uh, like we never did that. I went to four different venues for that. They all did it as sealed. Um, and also you were combined, weren't you continuously getting figures? Like you would get figures from this and then you would play 50% sealed 50% the figures from it. Right. No, I don't remember. No, I I had it muted. I had to unmute. I don't remember that that well back. So that's what I think. So I like that idea. We're getting figures from that. That's pretty fun. Although if you miss the first round, it's pretty challenging. Also, personally, I'm just saying it out loud. I This is not WizKids' fault at all. I'm not blaming WizKids in 1% for this. But I cannot think of a dumber, lamer thing that Marvel has done since saying X of Swords. Why is Wolverine holding a sword? It, it's Why actually one of Swords. What's that? It's actually Ten of Swords. Ten of Swords? The name of the arc is Ten of Swords, not X of Swords. Oh, it's okay. It's just so easy to call it X of Swords because it's an X-Men arc. That's also a terrible name for it because everyone would call it. Anyway, who the fuck, who the fuck needs X-Men with swords? That is like when they had Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and they started doing things where they're like, I don't know, it's Donatello if he was a fucking pizza maker and Michelangelo if he ran a fucking uh, Hollywood video and uh, it's, uh, Leonardo if he had a van with that was windowless and lured t- kids into it. It was like all these lame things and they're like, it reeks of, to me, it's like in space. X of Swords to me is like in space. It's like, I don't know, what the fuck do we do with fucking the next Halloween movie? We're like Halloween in space. You know, it's just this desperate, weird thing. And I have such little incredible interest in that. But that's not their fault. It's just another X-Men set. And they just gave him swords. And I don't know why. Because there's I so many really things. Like the art. What? 
I really like that storyline. <laughs> I look. I could. I've seen some terrible shit. One of my favorite shows is Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and that is about a girl named Buffy that slays vampires with the worst name possible. You can write anything well. Uh, I'm not saying you can't, but to me, this is the dumbest, lamest thing that they've made a set about in a very, very long time. I think actually ever to me. Uh, and there's so many cool things. Um, but anyway, that's not, that's not the point of all of this because, to, you know, for many people, these are just small plastic things and they could, they, they might as well be Scooby-Doo or Iron Fist, or they could literally be memes and people would still play it. So some of it's just random and it doesn't matter. And I do need to know that. And for me, that's pretty much true as well. They could have be swords. They could be, I don't know what the all chemical fire is. I don't know what half the shit is. I was excited about Disney plus cause I actually she knew the shit. So I don't know. And I like the movies that's in concept better. Cause I'm like, I saw that movie, you know, but anyway, point being said, I think it needs to be sealed because if you're spending, let's just say people are doing it for $30, $30 for an hour of entertainment is not great. That's okay. Um, you get figures, you get that stuff. I get it, but you probably need to put it to sealed and you probably need to figure out a way to make it $40. But that is fucking difficult. So maybe wait, maybe the idea, PJ, is you build an X-Men set, you build like a 150 X-Men, and then you uh, sealed 150 X-Men. I mean, I, I think that would be great, right? That's a that's good probably it. Good. So that's probably it. And shout out to New Orleans that does that all the time. I am in John over there. But yeah, just that's just a pretty that. good idea. So I'd recommend doing that, guys. Uh just do that so that you can keep the price. And maybe of that. do it. And you can play three rounds. Do it like X-Men Brotherhood. You know, and like, you know, don't just make it X-Men or everybody will play the same shit. Yeah. And but yeah. Here, here's a true statement. What my favorite format of Hero Clicks is not 300 modern, like people assume. It's not team sealed, even. It is Battle Royales. Battle Royales are my absolute favorite version of this game. I love Battle Royales. It's so fun. You're playing for stuff in the moment. It's like very, you're, you meet new people in a different way. It's a very, very fun format for me. But usually when I play it, I'm playing it at Worlds, right? And it's amazing because they're giving me a new a, a thing of a new set, right? I have a very good chance of getting something dope from it because they're somebody's probably opening up a super rare or something better if you're opening up four packs. So I have a shot at that. Uh, and then they're, they used to splash in an LE. And those LEs, if you remember 2018, 19, 17, 16, 15, 14, 13, 12, uh, would go for a lot of money. And one of the few places you could get them was there. So a lot of times I had battle royals where I took third and walked away with something that's like the equivalent of like Venom Wolverine or something, you know, like just because there were so much amazing stuff that used to give away, um, you know, ID cards from that. That was one of the best ways. I got ID cards. Not that I love ID cards, but you know, it was a neat second thing you got or a third thing in the pot. But here, man, you're four figures and a sword and, you know, one hour of entertainment. I will say double the price or triple the triple the price of what I was paying before. Cause it used to be a $10 entry for a battle royale when I was playing it in 2018, I think. Could be uh, wrong. I, think, I don't think I've ever, I don't remember them being less than 16. 16. God, that seems high. Maybe it was 12. 
It might have been twelve. I think it I ran might have been twelve. Might have been twelve. It was oh. six, yeah, because it was six uh, origins things. Yeah, uh, generics. That's what they were called. And I don't um, mind that they're raising prices in general. I just think that this is a little bit crass, if I might say. I, now, what would your thoughts be if each booster contained one common, one rare, one uncommon, and one super rare? Then it's not really a super rare, I guess. I, I don't know. Well, so remember they announced that like complexity goes up with rarity, right? So it would, in theory, be the better piece. I suppose, but that I, I guess I don't like that a ton. I think they it's just okay. basically did away with rarity in the set, right? I, I think and if yeah. you have four pieces, you cannot give more than one common in a fucking pack. I think the big thing here is this: they are upping the price, but replacing a figure with a sword, and that is a scary thing to up the price for the second time in a row because they just up Disney Plus, which people seem to be kind of okay with, but now they're upping it again. And then they take a figure out and it scares not, me to think that they might. Yes, I know. I know you get the tarot card, you get the other thing, you get the participation prize. I know my concern is that they, because they haven't said anything after X of swords that the next set will also just be more money and it will just have four figures in it. Because the X of swords set itself is still a five figure booster. We'll have tarot cards in it. Okay. That's good. It just scares me. And you can see why that might be off-putting to people. And it's scary. And my vendor, like uh, every store owner, which is, I've talked to three, they've all been very concerned about it, you know, because um, they don't get, there's not a roadmap for them just for reference. They have to talk to players. They don't have like a person that's talking to them and telling them what's coming up next. In fact, my guy came in and said, I had orders placed for the next two hero click sets and they canceled them. And removed them and removed all the skews. And he asked me, is WizKids going under? And I'm like, I don't think so. And then you confirmed, I really don't think so. Um, but that's, you know, this is the communication they get from Alliance and WizKids. So you can see as a store owner, they'd be confused. And, you know, that's not good for the game. No, I, I understand that for sure. But I don't know. I think there's just a lot of unfair flack for this OP based on its price. I think that it should be cheaper for the venues, but I don't think that 25 or 30 is too much for the player. Right. I do wish that it was like closer to 150 at store cost or something. Okay. Um, so, the, so that the stores could make more profit. They need but to I make more profit. I don't know do. what, but here's a different thing. Do our tarot cards more expensive for them to make? What's more expensive for WizKids to make? I don't know uh, that it's even production. I think it's just getting stuff at this point because they have like international shipping contracts, right? Like maybe, everything comes from overseas. Yeah, I hear you. Hear me out. Maybe now you make it in America now that it's double fucking price. Yeah, but the, you know, you know that's not how contracts work. If they've signed on to a contract, they have to go with it until the end. You know. Uh, first off, no, they don't. If they're not delivering getting the product delivered. Uh, and this is fucking business. And if they signed on that long of a contract, I don't buy it. Uh, they might own production things there in China. I don't know the whole thing and it might not be th- there, but don't forget that WizKids, like they have never defeated or anything like that, that hero clicks are not made. Uh, I've never heard anything about them being made ethically. <laughs> Fair. Um, we know they're made so, in China because there was that long time where the guy was taking the figures 
out and selling yes. them without the cards on eBay. Yes, That's how absolutely. And maybe they are made fair, but they're not made in America. And I'm not a huge fan of China. <laughs> and if you're going to start raising it to $20, $20 a pack, uh, just do, you know, bo boost it up another figure, make it 25 a pack, I guess, and at least put the Made in America sticker on it or something. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if people would like that or hate that, but I can promise you this shit would get done more on time. Uh, it wouldn't, yep. it, you could, I could promise you, you wouldn't find a child's eyelash on one of your figures um, because it's not going to be made by <laughs> fucking children. Uh, and I don't know if this little plastic figure is made by children or not. I know that Apple did that. Nike did that. And I don't feel like I'm paying, you know, hero clicks are not $300 pair of shoes. You know what I'm saying? Like this is a lower end product. So to me, it seems more likely. So I'm just saying, and, but I don't know. And I, I want to be very, very clear in saying, I don't know. Uh, and I, if WizKids ever wants to come on, I welcome that. If they want to even just send me a thing that says no, I will publicly say that out loud. But I would love it to be made in America or a place, place that ethically treats people for their work. At least like Canada, Mexico. Or not a, not, not a communist place. How about that? Not a place that we're currently uh, this good friends with uh, Russia who is mass murdering people. How about that? <laughs> you know, there's a lot of things that would be a lot better. And I promise you, it would also be easier to run uh, as well. Less problems, less hiccups, uh, less gas, less eco-carbon ca footprint print a tremendous amount of things. And, and I know that there are places that do this because I know that I, I'm pretty confident that Todd McFarland, all his stuff is from there. I'm looking this up. I, so feel free I, to I have no idea. So I hope you weren't waiting on me. McFarland. There's a toy manufacturer that um, does actually, there's a couple of them that now source their headquarters in Tempe, Arizona. That doesn't help. Uh, they make a Mattel. Man, that's hard to that's hard to find. Um, I like how hard to find in today's era is it didn't pop up on the first page of Google. That is fair. But we are live on air. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. I'm just kidding. But I don't know. Um. Anyway, so what I was saying, I do think. The cost of these boosters should have no reflection on the overall cost of boosters in the game because it's an OP, so it shouldn't have any bearing on the set before or after, right? Yes, it, it shouldn't. And we don't even know if the set's good. So, you know, the other option is you could right. skip it. I don't always say, say that, but you could. Um, man, I, I, yeah, I can't find this online, but I remember hearing about it. It does, I will say for whatever it's worth, uh, it, when I type it in, it's, it figures our Todd McFarlane toys made in China. Huh. Yeah, can't find it. Um, anyway, there are different places that make that. Uh, but that is it for our show. A little weird and winding one. Uh, the important thing that PJ wants to remind you of is that I am better at him than he at HeroClix and that I am a current winner of a tournament that he put together and I worked so hard at it just so he could begrudgingly raise my hand in victory. And, and that I didn't play in. Just to that's fair. You definitely didn't play in it. 
Uh, but you did have to raise my hand in victory. And I did was, have to hand you a trophy. It was kind you of- had to hand to me a trophies, awards, and then take a picture. And the picture I really wanted was of you taking the picture. That was what would have been truly valuable there. Uh, so until then, that is our show. Thanks for listening. We do appreciate it. Um, and until then, this is PJ and Scott reminding you that if you're not playing competitively, you might as well be playing with yourselves. Good night. Good night. Critical clicks, critical clicks. You've been listening to critical clicks. Critical clicks, critical clicks. You should stop listening to critical clicks. Because it's over. Yeah, you should you should go home. Yeah. It's a podcast. Just turn it off, I guess. <laughs> Hey guys, this is PJ, the Kilted Clicksman Bolin, and here's my partner, the 2022 Kilted Clicks champion, beating out 70 other people, my personal hero clicks god, playing at a level that I can only someday hope to achieve. The man, the myth, the legend, Scott Cram Company Crampton. <laughs> PJ, thank you for that completely original, unscripted, from the heart uh, statement that you said right there. Wow. I was not expecting you to say that. Uh, but for you to say that makes me almost tolerate you. <laughs>